Hey everybody, it's Gerald from LitTube, breaking my silence. So I talked a lot of shit about the Tennessee Titans. In fact, after a 14-2 regular season, I talked a lot of shit all season virtually. Let's just be honest. But yeah, I wasn't expecting that. was not expecting for the Ravens season to end that way. I mean, you don't want to see a loss at all, but damn, you at least like to see some competition. And I mean, it was just wrong on all sides. I mean, there was horrible throws. The play calling just seems so, I don't even know how to describe it. You have one play where Gus Edwards broke off for an amazing run. Other plays where Mark Ingram could barely run more than four yards, if that. And they stayed away from the, you know, Gus Edwards, you know, running. I, I, I don't understand that. Then the defense just came up soft. Earl Thomas refusing to tackle running backs. I mean, what the hell is that? Why are you being paid? Um, Lamar Jackson, definitely a lot of mistakes there. A um, few interceptions, um, a fumble, a lot of miscues. It just seemed like everybody was so flat. And, you know, the funny thing about it is I remember – you know, talking to a few people because, again, I haven't been on camera as much lately in the last month due to a lot of stuff going on in my family. Um, but I remember saying to the team, I was like, look, benching the players that week 17 game is going to have horrible, horrible, horrible effects when we go to play that divisional round game. Because essentially think about it. You had virtually players almost off an entire month while they're running hot. They were running hot coming into week 17. And then you just virtually stop momentum. Yeah, okay, one week by, that's great, get everybody healthy. But when you start incorporating two full bye weeks, that, that equates to almost about a month of football off. You can't expect them to play at that same level. I mean, of course, yes, you can because they are professional athletes. But, you know, when you factor in reality, that's just not a good look. Honestly, I stand by my opinion, that resting the starters week 17 was a bullshit move. I don't agree with it. I, I don't. And there's not a person on this planet that can make me think otherwise. You know? But, I mean, the game was just, it was sad. Because, again, you jump forward to Sunday, and the Texans and the Chiefs are playing. And the Texans jump up over three scores against the uh, Chiefs. And the Chiefs bounced back and literally won in dominating form. It's like, all right, let's let them have the first quarter. Let them, let them get comfortable with them. Boom, let's blow them the fuck out. The Ravens were in the same situation except for the Ravens never recovered. The Ravens never came back. And that's the most embarrassing part about it because we know this offense is, you know, high-flying, that they can make plays and score very, very fast. We've seen it. But it was just so sad. And, you know, I was in attendance at the game. Um, me and Ross went. And it was a great time. I mean, I've never been to a divisional playoff game. I mean, this is only, like, my second playoff game ever. And it was a great time, a great vibe. But, I mean, it was just like they took the air out of the stadium when the Titans scored two times back-to-back -back very fast. And that was virtually the mood for a majority of the fan base there. And it was... It was just very sad to see because, of course, the Chiefs are down. I'm, I'm looking at this game on TV, and I'm looking at the Chiefs. They're down. Their crowd stayed wild. Their crowd stayed loud. And 
you know, it was like, it, it's just so frustrating, you know, as a, you know, as a sports fan and someone who's been to quite a, quite a few sporting events, played in a few, crowd does make a difference. And it's just so disappointing, you know, just virtually how fast the crowd gave up. And of course, anybody that's been to a Ravens game, and I'm sure this is the same at any type of stadium, but I swear to God, I, it, it has to be something unique to Ravens because all they do, and even on the internet, I mean, I've got a damn migraine from all the complaining. It's just constant, like, like they just give up and then just start bashing the team. And it's like, what the hell? Like, have some faith. Maybe, you know, I mean, like I said, again, the Ravens didn't give us much to have faith in. But, I mean, having home field, that that's the reason why, you know, you fight so hard in the regular season to get those home field games. Because when you're down and out, it's great to have the home you know, the home crowd to really help motivate you. And that wasn't there. Um, all in all, it was a great season, but it was just a horribly disappointing game. And again, now Lamar Jackson's 0-2 in the playoffs. And, you know, there's a lot of people that want to write him off. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, that's, that's fucking dumb. Like, seriously, like, how many quarterbacks that were greats you know, have maybe maybe a few horrible playoff records before, you know, before taking that extra step and actually winning the championship. You know, I think about that. I mean, yes, Lamar Jackson had probably one of the best regular season, like, seasons in, in general, like, in a very long time. I mean, we have not seen a quarterback do the things he can do, and that's what leaves me hope. It's like, okay, yes, last year, that was his rookie year where, I mean, they didn't have the high-powered offense behind them. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make excuses for the kid, you know. But again, let's keep in mind, he is 23 years old and has already been to the playoffs twice in just two years. That's pretty impressive. So I look at it like this, you know, give it a whole off season. It doesn't look like our coaching staff is going anywhere. So we're going to be with the same guys, which is great. But. Hopefully they can build up on it. I mean, last year they were in the wild card. This year they're in divisionals. Maybe next year they can win a divisional playoff game and get to the AFC Championship. I don't know. But let's see what happens. I'm not ready to count them out at all. And then people are talking about, oh, 75 days until opening day. I'm like, oh, yeah, because you want to see those sucky-ass birds. Yeah, that that's cool. It's psych now. Um, but it's just it, – it, it was very – heartbreaking honestly because again you had a season where I don't at least in my lifetime I I mean obviously because the Ravens have only been here since 96 so that's like you know seven when they got to Baltimore the whole entire period they've been here since I was seven years old I've never seen a season that amazing I mean at least a regular season because that those Super Bowl years were amazing in themselves but a regular season where we dominated on offense I've never really ever seen that and, you know, it was exciting going to the playoffs. You're thinking, again, you're thinking Tennessee Titans, who were virtually counted out in the early part of the season, oh, this must be a cakewalk. Again, I honestly believe that. I didn't want to admit it verbally 100%, because I, and I did talk my shit, but it was one of the things where it's like I thought it was going to be a blowout. I did not think it was going to be close. I thought the Ravens were just going to wipe them clean and we were going to go on to play Kansas City and hopefully get revenge and then potentially beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl again. That was that was honestly my prediction, and it was horribly wrong. The only thing they got right about that is potential that it could be the 49ers in the Super Bowl in Kansas City next week, obviously, because they came back and destroyed the Texans. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. It really does. Because, of course, now it's like, oh, football's over now. What am I going to do? I mean, I guess in one funny way, I guess a bright side is the Pro Bowl will actually be semi-entertaining this year. <sighs> but, yeah, I mean, just being at the game, watching what I saw, it it was... It wasn't the Ravens the way they had played. I mean, of course, Lamar Jackson put up astronomical numbers, but those turnovers killed us. The penalties killed us. The fact that the defense could not stop one running back killed us. You know? And uh, I'm interested in seeing what the offseason has to offer. Um, We're going to do a much more extensive actual video and podcast. We're going to film it and record it tomorrow. Well, Wednesday. And it should be out probably about like Thursday or Friday, but... Yeah, I just had to give my Monday morning quarterback, you know, opinion because, yeah, that shit sucked. <laughs> it sucked a lot. But I am hopeful for the future. I'm hopeful for an offseason where Marquise Brown and, you know, Lamar Jackson will have an entire offseason just to really get in sync because that duo, honestly, and you saw glimpses of it throughout the season. Of course, Hollywood Brown was you know, recovering from the Liz Frank injury and all that. But you saw bits and pieces of it. And I think once those two get really in sync, it's going to be insane. It's going to be something something seriously insane. And, you know, again, this this is another offseason where they'll be able to add things to the playbook. They'll be able to fine-tune things that worked and get rid of things that didn't work, you know, I'm I'm really excited because this is a Ravens team where most of them will pretty much be there next year, you know. We're not losing or at least we're not on the verge of losing any potentially big names. The offense is young. They're all most of them are in their rookie contract, which is amazing. Of course, in about three or four years, then things get really interesting money wise, because again, you're probably gonna have to pay Lamar Jackson. You're going to have to pay Marquise. You're going to have to pay Mark Andrews and probably figure out what to do about Nick Boyle if he doesn't retire by then and also figure out what to do about Hayden Hurst. Where does he go? But, again, those are years down the road. Again, we have all these key pieces. The only one, the only piece that I have a question about in the offense is if Marshall Yonda decides to return. And the way he is, I'm sure he's going to return next year. I wouldn't be surprised in the least bit if he returns next year. Again, I know he's getting up there in age. Of course, he was one of the few remaining pieces from that Super Bowl team, you know. But I honestly have very, very high hopes for this Ravens team in the 2020 season coming up next year. And I think the sky's the limit. I think that they could potentially go even further. I don't think the division will be honestly an issue and this isn't me talking shit this is just me for what i see here unless there's a massive splash in the draft i honestly see the ravens winning the division again now of course there's cincinnati potentially getting burrows i mean that's at least projected and again cincinnati with a very competent quarterback is a very dangerous thing because Cincinnati has, it, it's weird how historically Cincinnati has all the pieces always, and they're always missing like one thing, you know. And for years, for the last couple of years, it's been a stable quarterback, honestly. But, and I guess a receiver, because um, what's his name is potentially leaving. I'm not sure what his status is. We'll probably talk more about that in the next couple of weeks. But 
I mean, the Ravens are primed to have the same team that they had this year that ran the you know ran that regular season. So I mean, it's potentially looking like it could be even better, you know, this year, especially with the players hopefully becoming more mature. You know, it's going to be interesting. But like I said, it was it was very heartbreaking. It sucked. It's over. <laughs> yeah, Raven season's over, and now it's yeah. Now it's on to the off season, looking to see what we can do in the draft. Maybe add some pieces. Maybe I don't know. Start building towards the future, especially on defense. I think I don't. I don't hate Earl Thomas, but I'd be very interested to see if we could maybe potentially find a new free safety, someone younger that we could breed to be a potential future Ed Reed. I don't know, you know. I I was very disappointed by that. Just, I don't know. Like, you talk so much shit about people not wanting to tackle Derrick Henry, and then you go out and do virtually the same thing. Um, Mark Ingram, I'm sure he'll be fine. But Buck Allen and Justice Hill, for sure, those two are the future running game of the Baltimore Ravens, honestly. Mark Ingram's probably got maybe, what, two, three years tops left. Um, yeah, and Gus Allen, I mean, yeah, Gus Edwards, he's just out there killing it. He he honestly is a future star for the Ravens, and I mean, I think honestly starting to incorporate him more into more of a starting role next year would probably be a very, very smart thing to do. But, like I said, season's over. Ugh, I had to talk about it. I I haven't been avoiding it, but you know, it's one of them things where it's like, yeah, it's time to eat that humble pie. But all in all, it's a great season. I mean, probably one of the best Raven seasons we've seen. And I hope, I hope that they just build upon it next year. I hope that come next year that, you know, they'll be able to go further. Hell, maybe even only lose one or one game. I don't know. You know, it's something. But. Again, to all the Baltimore fans, God, I, Baltimore sports fans, <laughs> to all the Baltimore sports fans who are just sitting back and just, you know, bashing Lamar Jackson, like, as if this isn't a team sport, like, get over yourself. Like, seriously? You know, I, I had a guy, actually, I know a friend of mine from college, actually, he was talking shit about Flacco, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, isn't Flacco irrelevant? He lost his job to a rookie out in Denver. But he was just like, well, this, that, and the other. I'm like, that's great and all. And I'm grateful for the Flacco years that we went to the playoffs, won the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. But don't sit back and act like you don't know why the hell you're in the playoffs to begin with. Don't sit back and act like you don't understand or know who's the reason why we had the records that we had. I mean, yes, it is a team sport. And, you know, again, it's like, it's just mind-boggling. It's like, really? Like, did y'all forget the last four years? Where the team, or last four, four or five years, I guess, before, you know, Lamar, and it's like, there was no chemistry. At least outside of Saturday's game, there was big chemistry. You know, there, there was, you felt that this team honestly could do no wrong. You felt that this team was a was a family. And like I said, outside of Saturday, that's been the status quo all year. When Flacco was here, that wasn't a thing. 
You didn't see that camaraderie. But, you know, like I said, whatever, I'm not going to dwell too much on it because, shit, that could be a separate podcast in itself. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the Ravens had one of the best seasons in franchise history. Um, Probably third to only the seasons that they didn't win the Super Bowl, you know? So, I mean, there's nothing to be too pissed off about. I mean, yes, you're pissed off that they lost, but... Look how far they've come from last year where they were barely, I mean, even getting to the playoffs, I mean, which we barely did last year, wasn't like we had the offense we have now. You know, we were virtually running the ball every single play, but now we're passing the ball and running it, and we have a balanced attack. And, again, incorporated maybe some, you know, some rookies that might be able to step up, especially in the receiving core. I think that's going to be probably – Somewhere they're probably going to draft semi high in, because I don't, I don't think Steph Roberts or, you know, Steph Roberts honestly is that answer at receiver. I mean, Willie Sneed, he's good as a veteran, and Hollywood Brown's going to be great, and even Miles Boykin's going to be good. But I, I, I would be definitely a little bit more comfortable if they decide to draft a big name receiver. I mean, you can always hope. Definitely a free safety, maybe on the D line, <sighs> maybe. Maybe inside linebacker, but I mean, again, these are all things we're going to talk about actually in the next few weeks, but yeah, it was a great season. It was a horrible, horrible game. Um, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better day for a football game. I mean, it's like what unseasonably like 70 degrees at one point, you know, there wasn't any rain or any, I mean, the wind didn't really play a factor or anything. I mean, it was a perfect day for football, and there really was no excuse. The Ravens just came up flat. They dropped the ball, and the Titans were able to do what they do. And the Titans have an amazing run game. The Titans have an Mike Vrabel, honestly, is a great coach. We saw what he did against the Patriots. I mean, there's nothing left to be said. We were, we were out coaching, outplayed. Simple as that. You know? I think I think at the end of the day, we just have to remember that, yeah, the Titans are a legitimate team. We can't underestimate teams. There's a potential that the Titans could very well go to the Super Bowl. Do I think they're going to beat the Chiefs? No, but I didn't think they were going to beat the Patriots. I also didn't think they were going to beat us. So who really knows what the Titans are going to do? They seem to be surprising a lot of pe- people. And Mike Vrabel's making a huge name for himself. And Derrick Henry's career is off to an amazing just an amazing start, you know. I mean, he's still young in his career, and Tannehill's definitely got brand new life. Has virtually been reborn on the Tennessee Titans, and yeah, it's it's looking good for the Titans, and they are a good team. They played great. They played hard. They knew their backs were against the wall, and now they're having to run the playoffs away, and they've done it great. The least the last two weeks. So we'll see if that luck carries on to Kansas City. But at the end of the day, Ravens lost. Playoffs are over. Season's over. And, yeah, it sucks. But that does it for this episode of, um, I don't know. It does it for this episode of Charm City Beat. Um, Just don't forget to like and subscribe. Stay tuned for more. We will have more videos this week. We're actually bringing back some stuff, actually. 
Um, so don't forget to stay tuned for that. And yeah, at the end of the day, it's always go Ravens. Big trust.